This is the Carl Miller Show, where we talk about all things real estate, financial investments, and getting into a home you love. With over 15 years of experience, this is your host, Carl Miller. In today's show, meet Shane Timberlake and... What are the opportunities in our local real estate market today? You're listening to The Carl Miller Show. I'm your host, the principal broker at Carl Miller Realty. We're located at 7700 Timberlake Road in Lynchburg. We are your caring, competent, trusted advisors for real estate sales and service. And if you're a homeowner or future homeowner, this show is for you. Special thanks to our sponsor this month, Michael Newhall with Goosehead Insurance. For personal insurance that truly fits your needs at rates that are the best fit for your wallet, Goosehead Insurance, the Newhall agency here in Lynchburg, can help. The team at Goosehead Insurance works for you. With access to 48 different insurance carriers in Virginia, they shop the market for you and provide dozens of quotes across the insurance markets, saving you both time and money and giving you the confidence that your policies are truly the best fit for you. For your home, auto, umbrella, and more, Goosehead Insurance has you covered. Visit them at gooseheadinlynchburg.com to learn more or request your free quotes. And be sure to mention The Carl Miller Show when you call them. Well, this week... It's time for a new featured listing from Carl Miller Realty. This week, we are featuring our brand new listing in our office, and it will be actually open on Sunday from 2 to 4 p.m. Listed by David Johnson, located at 2265 Buffalo Mill Road in Evington in the Brookville School District, this Cape Cod home offers a two-zone heat pump, a concrete driveway, attached garage, granite countertops, and three bedrooms and two and a half bathrooms. With over 1,900 square feet of living space, this home is priced at just $299.9. It's 2265 Buffalo Mill Road. It's open Sunday from 2 to 4 p.m. If you'd prefer the Bedford County side, there's a new listing there as well. This home is on a cul-de-sac street and offers almost 1,800 square feet of living space on one level. With three bedrooms, a garage, updated kitchen, beautiful sunroom addition that leads to a covered back porch, and large rock patio space, This home has new floors, fresh paint, and two full bathrooms. It's located at 1105 Ivy Woods Drive and priced at $329.9. Don't miss out on this beautiful home. Visit carlmillerrealty.com for more info or to schedule a detailed market report of your home's value. Well, thanks for listening today. This show exists to provide value and showcase facts and tips for both homeowners and future homeowners in South Central Virginia. And in the studio today is Shane Timberlake. Shane is an amazing agent. He has a gift for easily connecting with his clients. He's energetic. He moves quickly and gets the job done with excellence. He's always set up for a challenge, especially if it offers opportunity to improve his skills. Shane is an excellent communicator who easily connects with people and a great negotiator. I'm grateful to be part of his life and, he, and that he's on our team. Welcome to the studio, Shane. Thanks for having me, Carl. Grateful to be here. Grateful to be a part of the team myself. Uh, that's great. You know what? Speaking of gratitude, man, Thanksgiving, it's just coming right up. It is like just a few days away it's, it is sneaking up on us sneaking. and then before you know it out come the christmas trees so yeah. it's like that time of year everything sneaks up on you well yancy in our office she came by the other day and just already set up our christmas tree at our office and it yeah. looks like christmas we have the lights up outside and it's that time of year official kickoff to the holiday season absolutely well very good well we got a couple of announcements for listeners to be involved with uh we have an ongoing coat drive it's happening at our office spread the warmth that's sponsored by foster fuels with new or gently used coats all sizes are needed if you have a coat that you've replaced and you have one just hanging in your closet that's not you being used this winter 
donate it. And you can drop it off at our office anytime. We have a big box right inside our front door, and uh, our receptionist will let you right in and just drop it off and go again. But uh, we, we're looking to gather more coats. They're trying to get, uh, gather 5,000 coats this year. So uh, stop by and bring your gently used or new coat of all sizes. The Humankind, speaking of Thanksgiving, the Humankind Turkey Trot is also this week. It's at 8, 8 a.m. at EC Glass. It's the largest race yet. I heard they had over 3,000 runners signed up, Shane. Woo! 3,000? Some, some of those are uh, virtual runners, but okay. it's, okay. it's going to be a crowd. It's the largest one they've had yet. And, at EC Glass, does that involve that big hill? There is a portion of the hill. No, it doesn't go down Farm Basket Hill. Okay. That's what you're referring to. Okay. But yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, there's a little that's loop. A it goes one. down Morrell Drive and it's kind of circles around. It's a 5K, so 3.1 miles. But um, there, it is a hilly course. There's some. There's definitely some hill. I've run this one several times. And anyway, my family will be out there. It's a lot of fun and uh, it's a good pre-dinner race. <laughs> so check it out. And if you want more information or even to volunteer, visit humankind.org humankind.org and finally the claire parker foundation is hosting its deck the hills 5k and this is on saturday december 9th this is an evening run five o'clock p.m on main street in alta vista a few weeks ago jordan parker joined us to talk about why this event can make all the difference to a family whose child is suffering from cancer you can learn more and register for this evening and i would say it's probably the most fun holiday 5k in the area I just love the way Alta Vista's got the streets lit up. It's a it's an evening race. It's kind of getting dark. You cross over the Stanton River into Pennsylvania County. You go under the train tunnel and back, and it's just That's a cool. fun course. And everybody dresses up. Or I shouldn't say everybody. A lot of people dress up. So I'm excited for that one. I'm I'm running that one too. I've never ran it before. So cool. and I've got a sweet costume that involves a mask, and I haven't decided if I'm going to wear Ooh. the mask the whole race or not. <laughs> That's a commitment. Yeah, that is a commitment because yeah. the uh, the you know when you're running that breath, you need that you need that oxygen change or to be able to see <laughs> <laughs> that too. I remember last year it was fun. To, in fact, in fact, if you go to the website, you can see it. There's a guy who was dressed as a Christmas tree. Nice that ran him and his wife ran. It was it was great. It's a very <laughs> festive race. So check it out. It's a fun fun event. December 9th, 5 p.m. Uh, learn more at claireparkerfoundation.org. And finally, just follow our social pages. Lexi, our marketing director, is putting out some fun and engaging content, including a gratitude campaign with a really sweet giveaway this weekend. Our social handles on Instagram and Facebook is at Carl Miller Realty. So if you follow us there, it is worth it. Well, over the next few weeks, we're continuing to interview the amazing agents and staff in our office. And Shane Timberlake, as you heard, is with us today. Uh, Shane, you've been at Carl Miller Realty a few years now, full-time what got you interested in real estate, and why, of all the places you could be, are you at, and do you stay at Carmilla Realty? Well, what got me interested in real estate was just working with people. Um, I just love the love the aspect of helping people accomplish big goals and things that they're scared to do and that, that are a challenge, and helping them overcome that and see through the smoke and see through the mm -hmm. um, the hard times that might be there and and accept them and, and act in the face of fear. I think that's a big thing I like to do in, yeah. in my personal life and to go through that journey with other people on a stage as big as the purchase of a home is just super rewarding. And the amount yeah. of friends that I've made just from mm. meeting them to sell a house, it mm -hmm. starts out with, and then you just, all of a sudden you have a friend and it's like, yeah. They send you business or they need to do something else and you're like, "Oh, we're friends now." Like, yeah. So that's a that's a big part of it and um and a big part of why I'm even with Carl Miller Realty and why why I stay there is because that is what we build our business on is is being a good human, treating people the right way so that they feel confident in referring you to their friends and family and just staying in touch with each other and yeah. it not feeling like a a forced 
conversation or right. anything like that. It's just uh, just good people working together to accomplish their goals. So yeah, that's that's great. That's well said. You you grew up in this area and graduated from JF. What what's your favorite part of Lynchburg? Because you've lived in several other places in the country over your life as well. So what do you love about Lynchburg? My favorite part about Lynchburg is definitely the Blue Ridge Mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to college in Tennessee, so there were mountains there that drew me in there. Mm-hmm. But then I moved to Charleston, South Carolina for a little bit. And the longer that I was away, it was a couple years, the longer I was away, like I just kept feeling that pull. Like I got to get back in the mountains. Mm-hmm. I got to get back to the lake, the river. Mm-hmm. And that's a big part for me, maybe because, you know, I like to do things like hunt and fish and I like to ride my mountain bike, so I think all my hobbies are kind of tailored toward mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that mountain life and the mm-hmm. the hikes and the camping and stuff like that. So yeah, probably my favorite part. Yeah, we we really are blessed. I mean, the Blue Ridge Parkway and the and the Blue Ridge Mountains are literally, literally in our backyard, and it's it's sad to see the Bats Creek uh, fire happening this weekend. A lot of smoke in the area, and last report that I that I saw over thirty seven hundred or thirty five hundred acres burned, and it's about 5,000, 6,000 acres. Is that what I'm seeing now? Anthony, our producer, 5,100 acres. 5,100 wow. acres, and that's it's as of Friday. Fast. Yeah. Um, fortunately, it's all in the Jefferson Forest, uh, National Forest so far, but uh, it'll be interesting to see what that area looks like. I, I love to run up that way, too. I do trail running as well, and that whole Piney Trail, Piney, uh, Piney Ridge Trail and Belfast Trail, that Appalachian Trail between Petty's Gap and the James River is one of my favorite places to hike and run in this whole area. Have a different view. It's a ama- yeah, it will, it will. But you know what? I mean, th- these fires have happened before in other mm-hmm. parts, and what, what's amazing about it is two years later, it's just beautiful green. Yep. And even probably next spring, it'll be beautiful green. So yep. that's it's probably good for the environment. But it's sad to see all the smoke right now. That's for sure. Well, hey, um, you got licensed during the days of low interest rates and a bit of a feeding frenzy during when. COVID restrictions were prevalent. What changes have you observed in the market this year? So this year, I've definitely, as everybody has that has done anything real estate wise, noticed the transition as rates have climbed, as you know, some sellers have locked in that three, four percent interest rate and been a little bit more reluctant to sell. We saw the kind of squeeze on inventory. Mm-hmm. Um, changes in the market have been a little bit more of a patience. And you know, I work with a lot of buyers, a little more, a little more opportunity to be patient, Mm -hmm. Um, a little more opportunity to work out a deal more in your favor rather than having to compete with some other crazy offer and, and put yourself in a position where you're overpaying for a house, essentially. I mean, there's plenty of times where it was like, if you want this house, like you might have to overpay for it a little bit, you know, in the past six months. So, yeah. Um, I think the main word I would use, and I'm, I'm I always lean more on the positive side, but uh, right. opportunity. I, I love that. No, you're right. I mean, it's almost like if you bought a house in 2021, you just held your nose and bought it. I mean, that's kind of what. You, now, the good news is the higher price. If you took out a loan, it was offset by a very low interest rate, so the payment was affordable. And as we talked in our show before, you know, we we tend to live in the payment, not the price. And and if you break it down. This sounds almost over simplistic, but you know, the only time it matters what you pay for a house is the day you buy it and the day you sell it. If you're taking out a loan, we live in the payment. But no, it was it was tough for buyers when you got five or ten other people at times you were competing with and and uh, unfortunately some buyers lost out time and time and time again. And we had a few people in our office that took six, eight times before they finally got a house and making that many offers on other houses. Absolutely. There were some there were some challenges to overcome mm-hmm. um, back then, just as there are now. Yeah, um, and yeah. I think there always will be, and I think it, it's never going to yeah. be the, the perfect market for you to make a move mm. or make a decision. I think it's so true. It's real, Buying or selling as real estate is just hard. It's it's a big it's, – it's just not easy. It's a hard thing to do, and there's emotions and there's challenges to overcome, and 
it does make a difference if you've got a good a good agent that's your guide and can guide you through and, and, and make those connections for you. But what do you love most about the real estate? You alluded to this already, but you talked about making friends and helping people overcome and hitting the goal. But anything else you would add that what do you love most about the real estate industry? Yeah, you know, I was really just thinking about that while we were just talking about helping people overcome the mm-hmm. the uncertainties of the market. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, before I got into the real estate industry, I you know, I didn't realize the intricacies of the market, and I've really just kind of starting to become obsessed with, with figuring out the the data points and the, yeah. you know, the telltales of what's going on in the marketplace, and yeah. then you know, expanding that knowledge upon clients in a way that is tailored to their specific needs. So you kind of bring the logic and then compare it to whatever their emotional state is for whatever the reason is they're buying or selling. Yeah. Um. Put the puzzle pieces together. I think it's just. It's awesome to be able to do that for people and um, come alongside them as their guide and and as the the book we've read, it's it's let them be the hero of the story yeah and uh, us be the guide. I think that is just yeah. such a good feeling. One of the things you're really good at too, I think, is just kind of coming up with creative solutions because there's there's situations that happen. And sometimes you have to just be creative. Sometimes you have to do something hard to make the deal happen. I mean, we were sharing off off air before we got on the show today about how you were up on a roof right. helping a client out with uh, you know doing some caulking this week because you know that do whatever it takes attitude. Yeah. And uh, let's just come up with a solution here. We got a seller who wants to sell, or buyer who wants to buy. Let's let's just make this happen. And yeah. Well, I <laughs> let's just say I'm not going to add roofing professional to my uh, resume, but you know, we got it done and you you know, we're, done. we walked away from there. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, one more question. This is off script, uh, Shane, but uh, what's what's one of your favorite books that you've read in the last several years? I know you're a big reader. Oh, man. I, my favorite book was actually recommended to me by a guy named Carl Miller. Oh, um, boy. It is. Yeah. 10X is easier than 2X. Oh, yeah. That book was a game changer by Dan Sullivan and yeah. Ben Hardy. There's actually a, a, a trilogy of books they wrote together. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. just the mindset of setting goals so lofty that you literally have to get rid of 80% of the things that you're doing and go so deep on your top 20%. Yeah. And Really, that's the only way to 10x what you're doing. Other than that, you're just going to get more of what you got. And uh, I just love the idea of just going huge. Yeah, great. <laughs> no, thanks for sharing. Carl's Clips, Carl's Real Estate Tip of the Week. One of the many values a connected real estate agent provides is priority service with local vendors. Whether it's getting a landscaper out to a home that needs leaf removal or grass cut, to a mobile pressure washing contractor who can aid in prepping homes curb appeal, to having a flooring contractor prioritize a needed carpet replacement, a connected and professional real estate agent can make one phone call and be placed at the top of a busy contractor's priority list, which adds tremendous value to a client who needs something done in a hurry. Don't overlook the professional network of your agent. A great agent can make things happen quickly for you because of his or her professional connections. And when we come back, we're going to look at the opportunities that buyers have today. What's happening in the market that we have not seen since 2018? Find out when we return. Welcome back to The Carl Miller Show. I'm Carl, your host, the principal broker at Carl Miller Realty. In the studio with me is Shane Timberlake. Timberlake, boy, stumbling today, Shane. <laughs> Shane is a licensed realtor at Carl Miller Realty, one of our top internal team members uh, for production. And thanks for joining me today, Shane. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, this segment, we're going to discuss two topics. First, the shifting market. And two, who's moving in 2024. But back from fall vacation is a fun segment <laughs> we like to call... 
It's time for Carl Miller Realty's Story of the Week. Well, this week's story pertains to professional connections previously mentioned. This week we had a property close, and there was a home inspection item that required the service of a handyman. I was representing the seller. The owner called a few of his connections, and and weeks went by with this repair still not completed. And here we are, the week of closing, and when we found out, I was able to get one of our preferred vendors out there. And two days before closing, the work got done. And it, buyers were happy. The home closed on time, and the owner was able to move without a delay. Shane, I think we just kind of do this stuff all the time and kind of take it for granted sometimes. But sometimes it's good for me just to pause and say, wow, we, we, we made that happen. Absolutely. Sometimes <laughs> you got to uh, think outside the box a little bit, for sure. Yeah, that's right. Well, Shane, off the top of your head, uh, do you have an example of helping a client solve a problem that, that you've done in the last three weeks? Well, you snuck this one in there on oh, me. Oh, I did. And I, stu- right. and I thought, though, I was like, well, I was just in. So I have a um, a client that is out of state looking to move kind of to the Boonesboro, Rivermont area, which we know there's a, there's a lot of older homes over there. Yeah. They were in town. We looked at a house, um, you know, love everything about the house. Kind of some con- concerns about the old electrical work in there. Mm-hmm. And um, they're back in North Carolina. And so I was able to reach out with our huge list of, of um contractors get a master electrician in there mm-hmm. with permission of the seller before we've even put an offer in or anything yeah and kind of just give us a brief synopsis of of the electrical condition and kind of uh, what would need to be updated and whatnot and what do you know we're going to um, take a second look at that house next week great and um, see where it goes so I think that's just uh, kind of being the boots on the ground right. for uh, people moving from out of the areas is a huge value add that we yeah. have you're empowering that that buyer to make an informed decision, essentially. Like sometimes you just have to put a number on the monster. Like sometimes there's this problem and it can be overwhelming to a client. And sometimes you just have to put a number on whatever the monster is. And then that way you can know what right. the solution is. And yeah. that there is a solution. Sure it is. There... I, I don't lose anything to be solved with enough time and money. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> just a matter of how much. <laughs> yep. Limited, unlimited resources we all have, right? <laughs> well, for almost the entire 2010s era, locally, the, the average sales price of homes was 90%, 97% of the list price. So in other words, uh, specifically in 2010, uh, the number was 97.75%. In 2015, it was exactly 97%. In other words, the, the average home sold 3% below what the list price was. Uh, buyers were in position to negotiate a bit. Sellers were willing to come off their price a bit. In 2018, the average sales price for the entire year was 97.13% of the list price. And then the market tightened. And in fact, in 2020, we saw the average sales price just a few hundredths of a point under the list price. But basically, the average homeowner, home buyer, was, was paying 100%. The average home seller was, was receiving 100% of the list price. And then in 2021 and 2022, the average seller was, was receiving actually more than the list price. And our average is just under 100% year to date. But Shane, the trend for the last 90 days is that the average sold price ratio is now back down to 97.13%. Wow. So the market's just different in just the last 90 days. You, you kind of alluded to this already a little bit, but yeah, you know, there's there's two major market shifts uh, that I've seen in the last 90 days. First, the amount of homes for sale uh, in February of this year, there was only 206 single family homes for sale in Lynchburg and three touching counties. And this week, we crested over 400 as of Friday. There was 406 homes for sale. I mean, that's great news for buyers because from the times where we were scrapping and clawing yeah. to, to stay up into the 200s, like that's right. double the homes to, to go look at. And yeah. then 
pair that with a little less competition, that's why I, that's why I see it as opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we know that home prices, they're based on supply and demand. Uh, demand is slower right now than I've seen, honestly, since 2018. So we go back five plus years. So the higher rates are working to slow down the, the speed of the economy. So Fed Chair Jerome Powell, if you're listening to the show today, your <laughs> rate hikes worked. The economy is slowed, especially the housing market. It's drastically slowed. So, so su- supply is up. And what about demand? You're saying uh, the demand is, is kind of coming down. It, it definitely is. So last year between – and just kind of look at between September 1st and November 15th, our entire market, including townhomes and condos, we were selling 9.6 homes a day. This year it's 7.9. So it's about a 17% drop, and that's kind of a you know a 75-day window. But, yeah, it's definitely down. And it's even more uh, trending downward when I look at the pending sales, so the homes that are currently under contract. Um, there's going to only be probably about 150 sales per month moving into November and December. So, Right, which has something to do with that inventory creeping up some too. Right, which means for the listener, that means there's opportunities for buyers. There's just some really good opportunities right now. And so you kind of talked about this, Shane. There's just less competition. Absolutely, which is a good thing for buyers. <laughs> yeah, because we've had a lot of buyers that just had to jump in and make multiple. I mean, they were competing with other buyers, and so you had to put your best foot forward. So we talked about the list sales price ratio. You know, if you wanted the house, you just offered at least full price. That's yep. kind of the way it worked for. And even like I'm saying on this Rivermont house, we right. have a chance to look at that house a second time. Yeah. A week later. Right. Like we didn't have that that luxury. You know, even six months ago. You're that, right. It wasn't even a possibility. It was like. You know, me video the house, maybe them hop on a plane or, or drive here yeah. in the middle of the night one night. So I, I definitely think that is a uh, one of the benefits that this market's bringing for buyers. It, it is healthy because, you know, one of the challenges we saw with that is sometimes when buyers made a quick decision, then they had second thoughts and you didn't even have time to go back for a second look. I love going back for a second look because the house will either grow on you as a buyer or grow away from you. And it's all about making an informed decision. And so, again, it, it's not that frantic pace. So, so the good news is you have less competing buyers, uh, less uh, li- a likelihood of not competing with multiple buyers. So what are some other opportunities you're seeing right now in the market, Shane? I mean, I think those are, those are the two main ones. But if you're, if you're not exactly sure of the house that you're looking for, it helps you to have the inventory to mm-hmm. go see a few houses mm-hmm. to kind of narrow that down and be like, I thought I wanted this certain kitchen. And then you go into a house that has it mm-hmm. and you can say, oh, no, that isn't it. But you might have had the opportunity to uh, to view another house and really narrow that down. Yeah, that's a great point, because up until this point, you could maybe look at one or two houses. And now you can maybe look at six or eight or even 10 houses. Yeah. And yeah. Just make I mean, our goal isn't to show you all 400 houses no. on the market. No. But um, <laughs> it definitely helps to, to compare. Absolutely. So you've got a, co- a good likelihood, too, of gaining some concessions. So we just talked about how the average list to sales price ratio right now is down to almost down to 97% flat. So you have an opportunity that we haven't had in a while. So you might be able to get closing costs paid. You might be able to get negotiate a home warranty into the deal. And home warranties, it's an independent third-party company that will insure. Basically, it's an insurance policy for sorts if your water heater goes out or your heat pump goes out. Or you might be able to just get a reduction in the, in the list price on your purchase price. Right. And all those things kind of lead to making that little bit of an elevated interest rate sting a little bit less. So mm. it kind of evens itself back out in a way. You know, the other thing too, Shane, that, that I'm starting to see is home-to-sell contingencies coming back is and sellers being willing to accept mm-hmm. home-to-sell contingencies. So a home-to-sell contingency uh, for the last three years for sure 
has pretty much just been rejected by sellers because they knew if they just sat tight for another week or two, they'd get an offer that wasn't contingent on a home selling. But now we're starting to see more sellers accept those home-to-sell contingencies, and sellers are willing to take those deals, even even though there is a kickout clause usually in place if another offer comes in. But sellers are saying, "Look, let's lock it in and uh, and hope that buyer's home sells, so we can you know put the deal together." So we're seeing we're seeing those start to be accepted as well now. Yeah, absolutely. You and I are working one like that right yeah, now, actually. We are. Yeah, we are. Yep, a new construction home. Uh, mortgage rates too, guys, have been dropping incrementally. Now it's not a huge drop. But for the last two weeks, we're seeing the mortgage money rate price drop, which is really encouraging for me. I hope that trend continues. <laughs> we'll see. Nobody knows. But I'm excited about seeing those rates creep down into the low sevens as opposed to the high sevens for sure. Yes, that will bring uh, that will bring some demand back into the marketplace for sure. Yep. The holiday seasons also tend to be a little bit slower by default. So, so buyers, you kind of have a window of opportunity right now that isn't always available. It probably won't be this way as much in April, for example, but there's, again, the market's just a little slower these winter months. So it's a really good time to be out looking for a home. Uh, buyers, you have the best opportunity you've had in the last five years. And that's kind of what I wanted to summarize with the, with the shifting market right now. Let's just touch briefly on who are the folks that are most likely to move in 2024? What type of people are they? Shane, you got to lead into this? Yeah, I mean, so according to the NAR surveys, of this is tens of thousands of buyers and sellers. The number one reason people move in the U.S. is to get closer to family, to be around family. So, you know, that could be whether they've just had a just had a child and need a need a larger house, or they, you know, mm-hmm. like I had been moved away from family and said, yeah. "Hey, I want to come home. Like, I miss mom and dad, or I miss, you know." aunts and uncles. I want to get back mm-hmm. back around family. Or you have a, an aging parent and yes. you've, you know, you've been out of state that you went out of state for work for. And now all of a sudden, you know, times are changed. They need a little bit of mm-hmm. help around the house. You got married. Yeah. You know, you got to go right. near your wife's family. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> um, your sure. other end of it, you're getting divorced. You want to move away from them, right? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. um, just a ton of different things that can really, uh, really weigh into the, the reason to buy or sell. Yeah, I, I am seeing, uh, and our, we have a business coach, and our coach has been talking to us that right now people are mostly moving who have needs, you know, compelling needs, and you know, kind of the five most compelling type needs right now are health issues, you know, not doing well health wise. We got to get into assisted living, or we got to get a family, got get closer to family who's got some health challenges. So, so, and that's sad, but that is a, a need. Uh, the other type of need that we're getting sometimes is uh, somebody passes away. Grandma, mom passed away, and uh, now the kids have to deal with a house. And so those types of homes are coming on the market. You mentioned divorce. Uh, that's always going to be a compelling need that people will sell houses because a lot of times the spouse can't buy the other spouse out. The asset's just too much. So we're, you know, we've been able to help meet the emotional needs of folks in those situations. And then job relocations, another compelling need that we're seeing. We have two listings right now where that's the reason, three, three listings right now where that's the reason they're moving is because of a job relocation. Yeah, I think that really just ties back into what we do. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts uh, in somebody's life when they're making a move, whether it be these things you just talked about or, mm. or job change or, you know, things that are a lot bigger than real estate and finances. Yeah. And I think it's our goal to let the, you know, buyer or seller focus on those things and let us handle the real estate. Let mm-hmm. us be your guide there yeah. so you can focus on what's truly important and trust us that we can manage the process for you. That's well said. We'll take the stress off of you to the best of our ability. And now... The Bizarre Real Estate Fact of the Week. Real estate versus fake estate? There is no fake estate. The only other type of property that exists is personal properties. 
personal property is anything that is not attached to land, such as a mobile home with a separate title, a car, a watch, or even a slice of pizza. Real estate is associated with the land and the fixtures thereon. There are four main types of real estate investment classes, and they are land, residential, commercial, and industrial. If you have questions you want answered on the air, send your questions to any of our social media platforms. Thank you for tuning in to The Carl Miller Show. We are your local, caring, competent, trusted advisors for real estate sales and rentals. And we are still looking for a few more clients to help before Christmas. We're fully staffed and equipped to help you get where you want to go. Special thanks to our sponsor this month, Michael Newhall with Goosehead Insurance. They are your local one-stop shop for your home auto insurance needs. Check them out at gooseheadinlynchburg.com. Shane, thanks for joining me today in the studio. Thanks, Carl. Always a good time. It was always a good time. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, and we will see you next week.